Black Compass, Black Compass Media back live with another one. Shout out to everybody out there right now. Tone Bro checking in on behalf of the whole team. We out here, man. Salute to the whole society. My man, the bar guy, Cola, everybody, man. I'm not going to waste y'all time with a long intro, but make sure you subscribe to everything that we got going on. And shout out to all the people who've been rocking with us, who made the podcast very successful. This has been a great two months. These last two months, Spotify, iTunes, things of that nature have been great. I know a lot of y'all going back to work. People get to listen to this. This is made for you to be able to listen to and see. Definitely want to see today because today I have a sister from the West Coast. You know, you know how y'all give it up. The sun is out there shining. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's nice herbs out there and things of that nature. But the, the, the lady I have coming up here is great because she has substance. She has conscience. She, she's, she's, you know, the term woke gets overused and things like that, but but there's a certain conscience to, to the way she spits. I'm glad she's back in the ring, things like that. The West Coast stand up, West Coast elites. Now, who I have here, you see the you see the poster, you see the thumbnail. I have none other than Sister Outspoken herself. Hey. What's up? Hey everybody. I feel like I should be snapping right now. I enter <laughs> right. Real black soapish, like, but make sure y'all subscribe to things like that. But SO Finesse, how's everything going? Talk to yeah. me. So. Everything is going pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I went through a lot of ups and downs over the last year or two, and I'm in the, the, the higher point of that. Right mm. now. So I'm just trying to enjoy and taking all the lessons that I learned and right. embody the wisdom. So mm. that's okay. where I'm at. Embody the wisdom. All right. So we, we, we get into higher points, higher plateaus and things of that nature. Um, now, as far as the West, I want to I, I probably want to I want to start off on the West and things like that. But I want to talk about you, too, because this is our first time on this type of sync up. You know what I'm saying? And I and, and for me, let's go, especially when I'm talking to ladies, and especially when I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, where you come from, what the influences were. What type of things are we into now? I see we dropped the finesse from our name, but I want to know when we was back at So Finesse, what got us into hip hop? Like, what's up? What, what got you into this? What got me into hip hop? Like, as mm-hmm. in, in general? Into battle rap. Into battle oh, like rap. Into battle saying, rap. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this hip hop thing and I'm going to form it into battle rap. What were the influences? What got you to this point? Okay, what got me to battle rap? Mm-hmm. So, um, I wish I could say that I was in the battle rap my whole life and I always watched battle rap and this and that. And that's not a fact. Mm-hmm. I actually got into battle rap. Um, I mean, one of the first battles that I even saw was Lux versus Calico. Mm-hmm. I was in the kitchen and my and my brother was like, look, they battling like this. Like, look at this dude with the suit on. Like, listen to Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. coming from a spoken word background, mm-hmm. it was like, whoa, like, you can get out there like that? Like, hmm. And then um, I, I told the story a few times, but mm-hmm. what actually got me into battle rap. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I wasn't always the person that I am today. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would be actually very shocked to mm-hmm. <laughs> even experience me t- five years ago, six years ago, seven years really? ago. Really? Yes. Just like people who have did experience me in that time are shocked at the person that I am today. I mm. get hit ups all the time. Like, oh, my God, you have grown so much. Like, how? Sure. <laughs> but um, during the time I started battle rapping, I was hustling like real hard. I was in the streets. And mm. the day that I saw my first female battle, I actually I was burnt. I was really burnt out that day. 
Um, this guy owed me some money. And I had went to his house to go uh, check him about the money or whatever. He was acting uh-huh. stupid, and I was doing outfits. Uh-huh. And his like, I, I feel so bad because it was his granny's house. You know, when you a little bit younger, people don't have their own house yet. That uh, yeah, I, well, I was doing know. donuts in his granny yard, but she actually was like, "Get his ass." You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, and she like he trying to play you. Like she was a cool granny, you know. Right, right. But so I did all that. This the real West Coast shit, by the way, that you talk about. This is some real like West, like you doing donuts in the. You was doing donuts in front of Granny Crib. Like big. Nah. I was so burnt out. Like I think about stuff I did, and it was like, damn, I was so burnt out. And that's why Mm. I can be patient with some of the burnt out shit because I understand where it's coming from. It wasn't had nothing to do with me. Really, right. even right. at that time, like I used to trip a lot because of other things that was going on in my life, mm. you know. But anyway, so he was talking about people he was about to bring through the hood and all of that. So I went to the homie house, like yeah. talking about they're gonna bring some people from the hood over here. So I just want you to know. And da da da. Well, mm-hmm. it just so happened when I pulled up that day, um, the mm-hmm. kid clutch. Shout out to the kid clutch. Shout out to kid clutch. Because he just so happened to be there at the homie house that day. And he was watching Queen of the Ring battles. Mm. And he was preparing to um, to try out for LA Battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about he liked watching the girls. Because sometimes they just get they just get more gritty and more and more. Like, the content is a little bit more vast. Yeah. So and then how they um, construct their bars. Like things that they talk about. So it mm. feels more challenging to watch them. Mm-hmm. So he pulled it up and he was we was watching it and I'm watching these girls and I'm like, dang, like this is crazy. Like mm-hmm. I could do this. Like, you know, but I didn't say nothing out loud. I didn't say nothing out loud. Right. And I was walking my dog like the next day and mm-hmm. one of my homies pulled up on me. Um, shout out to shout out to Doe Burger. He pulled up on me. He was like, JP, because like in the in the neighborhood, everybody called me JP. Yeah. He was like, JP. And I'm like, what's up? And he like, um, kid, right? It was these girls, and they was like, they was like rapping, and they was like battling or some shit. And he was like, Queen of something. And I was like, Queen of the Ring. And he's like, Yeah. He's like, You can do that shit, JP. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right. I this is real know. transcription right here. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm there. Like, I, I was this in Carson. This is in Carson. The whole week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. And it, it was so crazy. It was like the next day. So I just felt like it was all in alignment. And he only knew I could, he felt like I could do it because people already knew I did poetry and I, I spit different in how I spit my spoken word. And sure. then I used to rap. Like I, I didn't make a whole lot of songs myself because I didn't care about being a rapper. But mm-hmm. like everybody would put me on a track as the female voice. Like it's one of the female verse. Okay. So when you would go to the studio, like it'll be people play songs and you randomly hear me coming to uh, speakers yeah. and stuff. So he knew I could yeah. rap. So he was like, you could do it, JP. I'm like, all right. Like, I, I, that was my, like, verification in my head. Like, I'm going to write something. I'm going to see, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the next time I saw him, he was sitting there, we was smoking and stuff. And I was like, I got a 16. Whatever. Yo, this yeah. is the this is the funniest origin story. Like, <laughs> you, you, I'm, right, I'm like right there. I'm right there with you. So you come back. And you get him. Yeah, so he like that first sixteen is a moment, right? Like yeah, that first so he one. Like, he like spit that shit, JP. So I spit that shit, and he told me the funniest shit ever. Cause damn, my phone already about to die. Oh, I'm oh, about to pull this up over here. And he told me the funniest shit ever. He was like, "So <laughs> you like I hear you, 
you know, like I can I can tell you got the pistol, you know, like 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 you showing it, you showing mm -hmm. it. But them bitches don't come out already busting. You gotta come out already busting, JP. You can't just show mm -hmm. them you got a gun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's my first 16 ever. So I was like, all right, I got it right there. Like, okay, I have to like get to the point. Cause in poetry, right. you have time to create a storyline and then come to it. So I'm like, okay, the difference between rap and poetry is poetry is painting a picture and rap is mm -hmm. taking a picture. Mm. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then we go inside to go smoke with everybody. And um, this it was like the rappers of the community was in there. You know what I mean? Like Ad Soul was in there. Wow. Like, like the homie Jinx, if y'all don't know him, like he pff, been rapping for every whore. Like wow. some other homies in there was that rap rap was in there. Mm -hmm. And before we went inside, I told him, I'm like, but don't tell nobody though. Like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't. You was trying to, why are you trying to keep it low? It was still in that, like, fake embarrassed. Like, you know, like, I wasn't trying to get that pressure yet. And I didn't right. know, I internally, I really didn't know if I was going to do it or not. I was just like fucking around. Yeah. And we walk inside, and I swear to you, he, he was like, he was like, hey, I know somebody that's gonna do Queen of the Ring, and I'm listening. Oh, to, no. look, and I'm listening to like, who is he talking about? Because <laughs> we just talked. Like, yeah, you just like this was okay. our secret. He didn't even know what it was before. You know what? Okay, go ahead. He didn't even know, huh? He didn't even know it was Queen of the Ring till you told him. He was like, "Yeah, what's that? Like, you had to yeah. tell the homie what but it but was." They, but but they was actually watching it. Like mm. he, this is who he was watching it with. Like they was mm. actually fans of it. Okay. So he, they, they, it, it was like it hit the city at the same time or something, and like everybody was watching it or something. Mm. So then he was like, you know, he was like, uh, I know somebody, y'all. And then he was like, you know, he was like, guess who gonna go to Queen of the Ring? I'm listening, mm. like, oh shit, somebody about to go to Queen of the Ring. And then they like, they like who? And he like JP. And I'm like, oh. Yo, he put you right in the. He put like, what do you oh say in that God. moment? Like, Everybody you looking. My little sixteen, like, you know, <laughs> you know, right? But they went crazy, and they gave mm. me so much support. It was like, man, you need to do that shit. Like you different. Like you could wow. give it something different. Like do that shit, JP. Do that shit. And I was like, damn, I'm not gonna do that shit. So, <laughs> yo, so it was, it's not like you could just go to Queen of the Ring. You know, you have to find a place to battle rap mm -hmm. so i just typed in online like battle rap in la and i found la battlegrounds right and where the homies was already talking about they was gonna try out mm -hmm. so i just had like they didn't even know i was gonna try out like beast will tell you he knew he didn't know nothing i hit up beast and clutch and was like so i got a friend ah uh, wait beast gatlin holds it the most get your dumb ass smoke that that's yeah, beast gatlin yeah, yeah, right yeah. okay yeah shout yeah, out to him we went I, to middle school together we went to middle school together. everybody that's in death certificate is connected it's a family we, we wow. connected over time even okay. if some of us wasn't as close when we were younger or whatever everybody's connected like i went to elementary school with rx like everybody's what? connected yes we went to elementary nah, school. not elementary that's how i met her that's how i, I her. seemed like the type with like the 64 box of crayons i got the eight she don't want to let me hold a couple crayons like she <laughs> well she stands you with the crayons is what i'm trying to ask like, <laughs> i don't know we weren't even in the same class we weren't even in the same, oh, wow. same class we were just in the same grade okay and we always had love you know mm. and so anyway so long story short mm -hmm. I, I hit the people up they never hit me back and then a week before tryouts, they hit me up, like, are you ready? 
And I'm like, ready for what? Like, who is this again? And they was like, mm-hmm. oh, trials next week. Like, you ready? You hit us up. So you must got something. You ready? Right. Y'all never hit me back. Like, like no, I'm not ready. And he was like, oh, well, your opponent is ready. And I'm like, my opponent? I have an opponent? Yeah, you already, they already had you set up. Yeah. So he, I was like, man, I don't know. Like, I can't. This is my first time. Like, I can't do. I don't want to go last minute. Like it's like seven days. Like what? Like no. Like I was like tripping out. Like really tripping out. Like I don't know if I can do this. And then I was like, can I at least know who they are? Do they know who I am? And then so he sent me her. He gave me her Twitter or whatever. And I went to her Twitter, and she was talking big shit. <laughs> Like big shit. Like these what would you say? What type of me. Like, she was oh, like, on that? Like I like I kill these rap bitches and, da, 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 da. and me being in the state that I was in in life at that time, it right. was exactly what I needed. Like I wrote I wrote my shit in like like fifteen minutes. Mm. Like it was only ninety second rounds. Like it was like, oh, you gonna whoop my ass. It was up. The energy <laughs> was up. Yeah, like, and I wrote I wrote better shit that day than the, when you go online and you see my first battle that's actually online. My yeah. tryout better was my battle was better than that. Wow, from somebody wow. really talking shit to me, uh-huh. and I knew that if I had it written by that Tuesday, I can mm-hmm. I could spit it and had it have it together by Saturday because just a little bit in my background, um, I never was a I wasn't a the spoken word artist that was in the poetry lounge. Mm. I had did this one um, competition mm-hmm. and this lady saw me in the competition. She took me under her wing and had me, it was sending me out to work for nonprofits and different organizations. Shout wow. out to um, Sadie Kimber, rest in peace. She was, uh, she ran, she ran the Carson Chamber, uh, Black Chamber, the Carson Black Chamber of Commerce. It's crazy. So she made me the, the um, youth ambassador for the child for the Black Chamber of Commerce and I used to go and do like motivational speaking and just talk about different things going on in the community and you know try to uplift uplift myself and us. But she yeah. liked that I talked about streets. Like I wasn't just coming in there like we need to do this and we need to do that. You it wasn't was like I saw this person die yesterday and it made me feel like this. Mm. And I saw the look in his eyes as his breath left. So whoopty 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 why we need to do this. Mm-hmm. So we get less of that. Like you know what I mean? Like I was coming from a real place that some of them kids wasn't even, you know, experiencing. Right. And they was young. And we did a lot of like teaching with um financial literacy. Like I had my own nonprofit when I was like sixteen years old. Wow. So it we was like I was working. Like that was wait, my wait, 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 wait. You had your own nonprofit at sixteen? Yeah, it was called Big Picture. Okay, hold on. I got to. We taught. We taught. Um, tell I, you, I'm ISO. This is ISO screen. Tell us about the nonprofit <laughs> at 16. We're not about to glance yeah. over that. Yeah, yeah. So it was called Big Picture Inc. And what we did was so because I was working in a community, I knew so many people. Like, like people would like, when it comes, this is what I tell my son too. When it comes to working with older people, if you want to do something in life and you just know what you want to do, they will support you. Especially people who are part of organizations and who is doing stuff because they want to be a part of that growth. They want to be like, okay, I was a part of that story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was a part of helping this person be their best self. So I saw that and I'm like, man, I'm looking at the homies and I'm like, man, the homies not going to make it. 
Like, mm. if we don't do something, like, the homies is not going to make it. Like, they need to know they, they gifts. They need to know their strengths. They need to get this information that I'm getting. I'm inviting them to these events that I go to. They're not coming. Like, what I'm going to do? Like, I don't want to lose my homies. Like, you know, so I mm. started the nonprofit. Of course, I, you know, I was helped, but they taught, they were taught how to start a business. We had a whole program that, that helps you learn what your strengths were. So sure. you knew what to go to college for or, or what path you should take. Um, we did um, health and wellness. And that was that, that was pretty much like the, the gist of it as far as it had gotten. And it was just like it was hard to get people to really be like, like, like committed, you know. But the people who the people who did, they did benefit from it. But I did end up still losing a lot of my homies because they wasn't into that. They wasn't wow. into that. When I was 17, I had, I lost all my friends. Wow. Lost all my friends. Like people died and everybody went to jail. So when I was 17 years old, I started completely over in life. Mm. And my, my associates, I had to promote to friends and they never really had fit that big. Mm. So, you know, and even yeah. my son's father. That's real. When you give the associates that promotion and they ain't ready for that promotion, that's real. That's yeah. real. And I had wow. to learn that the hard way. I really wow. had to learn that the hard way. I'm still reiterating those lessons today. You mm. know, like you have to know where to where to put people. Everybody's not not they're not your friend friend. Like mm. you know, like they're not somebody that you can trust with everything. Yeah. You know, you got to put people where they are and deal with them where they are. But at Bro. 17, I lost all my friends, and so I, I attached to somebody that. Even though, you know, I did have, you know, my associates, like I said, that I made friends, but my son's mm -hmm. father was one of them because mm -hmm. he's somebody that I knew since I was 10 years old. So we had started hustling together, we get money, we together. And like, I gave him a shot, you know, because mm -hmm. I, I, to this day, like, even though I don't, I don't really deal with him like that, I will give him his just due and being one of the most intelligent people I've ever met in my entire life. And to this day, like. The, the kind of dating that we did and, and the conversations that we had when we were 17 right. years old, mm. not, ain't a dope man that has done that with me yet. Mm. And I am in my, I'm in my, in my early thirties now. Mm. So he was, he was way ahead of his time. He knew how to plan. He knew how to, how to, how to play things out. And I respected him for that. And I trusted like, let's do this, mm. you know, but, mm -hmm. um, Dang, what was the point that I why did I bring him up? It was a point. Well, it's a segue, but I think it's the uh you're kind of getting into the the battle rap thing because you first you talk about the nonprofit and how that affected you and your state of being at the time, which I oh, think Oh, losing all my friends. But then you lost all the, the homies and then oh, now so I'm about to get and then you start to transition the into So I'm going a little bit backwards now. Yeah. This is part of the story that I even led okay. into that that right. made me need the therapy that battle rap became. Mm. I had no idea it was gonna be my therapy. I wow. never came into battle rap wanting to be the best battler ever. And maybe that's why I'm not where I, where some of the ladies are that's been in the game as long as me. It, it was my therapy. It was my freedom. It got mm -hmm. me out of bullshit. And that, that's mm -hmm. really what it was. And so anyway, that's how my son was born. Because that he became my best friend. You know, that was somebody I trusted and I did business with and that, that, I, that I trusted to ride with every day. And when he went to jail and, and, and that kind of fell off or whatever, I was just kind of out here. And then when that happened, and then when I had my first battle, that feeling of getting that shit out. Yeah, yeah. Like, Talk about it. Talk I, about I, it. 
I needed that. And I wasn't even talking about my story yet. Like, to be mm -hmm. completely honest, I just started really putting my story in battle rap like four battles ago. I used to just do clever shit and one-liners. Was you reluctant? Was you reluctant to put your story out there? Was it was it too I just, much? I didn't want people in my business. I didn't want people in my business. And huh. I was still dealing with my story. It was a lot of things that I didn't even know that I I I, I didn't deal with until you know, my late king, um, Young Me the Future, was killed when he passed mm, away. Rest in midst of, the future, yeah, man. In the midst wow. of dealing with that grief of that death, yeah. I ended up dealing with everything. I ended up dealing with everything. I had saw a psychotherapist. And when I went to go see mm -hmm. the uh the psychotherapist, the they and it wasn't even like I went to go see a psychotherapist because I thought I needed therapy. I was mm -hmm. there for business because I used to scale, I used to sell skin skincare products. Oh wow. so I was going to try to uh make a deal with the guy, like, you know, we should you know, you should have these products in your facility. Sure. It will work hand in hand with what you do. And then mm -hmm. he was like, Do you know exactly what I do? And I was like, yes, you, you know, you help people get better mentally. <laughs> <laughs> mentally. So, yeah. Therapist, um, portion of that. And I think this will work with this. This is that, 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 talking my little game. Mm -hmm. He was like, how about you come on this day and I'll give you a run, a run through of what I do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, you know, so I come, he gave me this, this, this freaking survey thing. The analysis, mm -hmm. you, you just it's just so many questions on it. It was like one piece of paper. Yeah, like, one piece of paper. Only like 13 questions, yes or no. Or yeah, something. yeah, 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 sure. I was boohoo crying by the seven questions. What? It was, was one of those. It was it was that eye opening. Yeah. I didn't know I had went through so much in a short period of time. Mm -hmm. It was like in the last it, it was asking questions like in the last three years that this happened. In the last five years that this happened and it was like have you lost a job have right. you went through a breakup have you right. experienced the death of a loved one was it a hostile or aggressive death was did this happen have you lost a freaking dog like have <laughs> like you don't know sometimes you don't know what the could the condition that you're in until you ask yourself those questions or or you're asked those questions we rarely do that everyone's too busy living day to day shout out the phd because yeah. we actually just had this conversation about Therapy and just the the questioning, like it's not wrong with that type of interaction. Yeah, because it's like life goes on, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And it's like I was I was a single mom, so it was like I have bills to pay, I have things to do. Like I, I I had a drinking habit for a while because it was like I was trying to numb it, like so I was just I, I was just in the, I was just in the the mix, I was yeah. just in the mix, and I was just dealing with it, and it wasn't. I feel like I didn't have a place to complain too much or talk too much about one death when everybody's experiencing it. Mm. Like we got the same homie that died, but then like a month later, somebody else died. Like, and then somebody else, granny died. Like young B died and two months later, my granny died. Man. And my family didn't understand why I was still grieving for him. It's like, you can't turn off a grief for another grief. Right. I got to do it at the same time. It's concurrent. Yeah, right now. it's like... Yeah. Like yeah. he was, he was twenty five. She was ninety. Like we had plans. You know right. what I'm saying? Like she was right. over it. Like this was different. But yeah. anyway, so then, so, so um, then you you start to get into to, to battling, yeah, so and that that's your form of release. And I'm like, yeah. I found out I didn't deal with none of that shit. Mm. I didn't deal with none of that shit. So I I, I appreciate 
that doctor because then what he did for me, and this is this is what helped me down my meditation route mm-hmm. and all of those things because I had already went to massage school and I learned about energy. I learned about meditation. I've learned about these things, but I wasn't disciplined in my application. He helped mm-hmm. me be disciplined in my application of that knowledge because he hooked me up to this to this um, machine. And this is how I found out about alpha, beta, brain waves and all of that, which I talked yeah, about yeah. my battle versus free hands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So dope, he, he taught me about the different brain waves and then what brain and what brain waves you're healthy at. So mm-hmm. where you have a clear mind, you can create and you can be stress free and you're pumping out more pleasure hormones and happy hormones than being depressed and having a, a clattered mind. He called it ants on the brain. Where mm. you can, when you're thinking about a hundred million things at one time, and you're not in the moment, right? So he he put me up to this machine that put my that that uh, pumped uh, frequencies into my brain that brought me at a certain frequency, and I didn't feel anything. Like I would just feel like little stuff like this. Like mm. it really didn't feel like too much of nothing. And he was just talking to me, and he was talking to me about what it does. And, this is that and the other, and I'm listening. And then he stopped at one point, and he said, "Have you noticed that this is the most, um, the most focused that you probably have ever been in your life that you can remember?" Then hmm. he's like, "Have you noticed that you heard every word that came out of my mouth and thought of nothing else?" Hmm. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Hmm. Because I'm known for daydreaming. Like I'm yeah. known for my mind going in different places from seeing something because I'm very visual. So you'll say one thing and then I'll play a whole movie in my head that I created from that one thing. Like, mm-hmm. And so it was like, whoa. So then he broke down to me about the importance of clarity to folk and focus and what that's like. So then mm-hmm. I got into my meditation. And when I got into my meditation and then I, I, I went through a whole life change with my living situation because through my grief, I lost my place. It was a whole it was a whole a lot. lot. A lot to do with it. And I ended up living with one of my friends that was a vegan chef. Hmm. And I ended up fasting and going vegan and meditating. And that's how I started having spiritual experiences. And through those spiritual experiences, it brought me to African spirituality. Hmm. And then then through the, the African spirituality and meeting different people and wanting to stop, be a part of stopping the death of my people. Mm. And my people killing themselves and give more of that knowledge, I, I tied in with the Black Panther Party. So wow. I started working and doing shit with them. Wow. And it was hard to even think about battle rap. Yeah. So look at my battles during that time. Like I was going to say. It's like, I'm just doing it just to do it because it really Yeah, was. it took like, yeah, it, was, it wasn't as uh, frequent yeah, because you, you was, were actually working. But this influenced yeah. the rhymes, though. Your work influenced the rhymes, though, right? Like, yeah, I, I can was, hear that. It, it did. Mm-hmm. But my passion and my heart wasn't in it at that time mm-hmm. because I really didn't want to talk about killing you. I didn't want to talk about this and that. I was really doing it because Beast would hit me and be like, we need you, Finesse. Like, because the West Coast, like Queen and Ring, I just came to the West Coast. Yeah. And we didn't have nobody. Like, I am the, the one of the first three females in West Coast history to ever battle rap ever in history. Oh, talk your shit. Yeah, we gonna ISO that. Talk your shit. Yeah. So like that that's a fact. Like it's Looney mm-hmm. Div- it was Looney, it's Looney Divine, AR 14, the SO Finesse. Then talk everybody that. else. You know talk what I mean? That. So we didn't talk have that. nobody. So mm-hmm. when they needed females to rap, I had to rap on behalf of females. It wasn't even on behalf of myself. 
Like I didn't, I really didn't care about being the best rapper. I cared about women having a presence of rapping at all. Mm. I was going through shit that I wasn't even ready to talk about in my rap shit. So I told myself I had to. I set out like for a little bit because after that, I was stumbling through shit and just like just it just wasn't in tune. Right. Like, what right. do I want to do this shit? And I yeah. sat back one day and I was like, in order for me to do this shit, every time I do this shit, it gotta have some type of message. It got mm. a type of message, and I gotta tell my story, or I'm not being an artist. I'm not being real. I'm not relating to somebody who, who's supposed to relate with me because that's what an artist is. Talk, talk, like an artist is a person with a voice, and mm. the reason why we go through shit is because we're supposed to help somebody else that went through that shit. And if we're not being real with ourselves and speaking in our story, then what the fuck is we doing? We pretending to be somebody else, and that, that ain't our story to tell. Mm. It gotta be somebody. Somebody gotta relate with you. You know, so I was like, man, fuck that. Fuck what people think about me. Fuck with they gonna talk about me and they raps. Like, talk about me and your raps. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm about to get my truth. Yeah. So I, I give something deep in every in every battle that somebody could probably angle the fuck out of me. And I so don't we, even care. And and I and I, I told you this when when uh when I saw you in Atlanta. I rarely am able to send battles to my moms, right? Like even when I go visit, they're like, put on the battle, Tom, put on the battle, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, ah, you know, I still, I, I don't curse, like we don't curse around moms like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like growing up, like we didn't have that type of relationship. But the battle between you and B-Dot mm-hmm. is one of those, right? Yeah. Is, is that is that where you fully started to embrace these other aspects of who you kind of were outside of this and bring that in or was that just it started to peak over the years you Mm -hmm. know um i did my battle with uh mary jane leaf that was my Mm -hmm. first sparring session right and in my first round i made like little jokes little stuff of you know dealing with not having sex because my man died (laughs) but Mm -hmm. making a joke out of it you know Mm -hmm. and then in my third i talked about how um the black woman is the the first person is the mother of all yeah. you know and i was yeah. talking i was i was battling mary jane lee shout out to her yeah shout and, out to her um mm-hmm. i just played on the fact that sometimes you know white women they be tripping and they because and, I, and maybe it's because you feel like you are the diluted version mm. that was my whole that was my thing on that and then i talked about a lot of I talk about astral projection and some of my spiritual stuff. Like I just started like throwing little stuff in there for bars and just trying to, you know, mm-hmm. play with the content, see if they get it, you mm-hmm. know. And then my next battle, I went viral um versus Travon Cut. Not on not on YouTube, but on Facebook. Like it got like mm-hmm. millions of views, a clip, and I was teaching about what the unk was and what I that meant for the eternal yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. Talking about how the Chinese people uh, brought the gunpowder and that and the guns and that's how the white people got the guns and that helped them you know enslave us and so i started to teach about that because that was around the time that i was really starting to learn right so i was regurgitating different things that i was learning did, did you expect that did you expect that there was such a hunger for that because at the time no. even, there's such a, a hunger for that knowledge now which i, I think is so dope are people starting to embrace that but even but when you were doing that, it wasn't in vogue really to be that. I feel like yeah. you know what and I'm saying. I, and shout out to Snoop Dogg because 
right after it never dropped because mm-hmm. he ended up not doing the show because it yeah. was something happened behind the scenes with the people who the platform that he was going to be dropping the shows on but he really wanted to push the west coast sure. so i was on the second episode and only the first episode ended up dropping or whatever mm-hmm. but he told me afterwards like because I, I was really spitting i was giving game and shout out to ko because he was the the victim that day <laughs> like no, it was like a legendary battle. Like for yeah, real, we talked about yeah. for years, and I got respect on the West Coast from that battle because I did my shit in front of Snoop Dogg, and mm-hmm. and I, I was sunning him. Like I was really talking to him about some shit, like what I was doing when I was his age and what mm-hmm. he needed to be doing. Like I came from a real place, and that was my first time doing that. And Snoop told me, like, man, like you different. Like, like keep doing right. what you're doing. Like I'm gonna That's put something dope. behind you. Like we'll, that we'll that work. type of stamp is different, Uncle yeah, Snoop. And I know he so came funny. up cool too. He wanted to. People say Snoop is one of the people whose voice sounds exactly what you think is gonna sound like. <laughs> he, yeah. he don't. You know what I'm saying? You know how you meet some famous people. You're like, wait a minute, Usher yeah, voice kind of high. Cool, what like, was that? Yeah. He was super cool. I think he like really fucked with me and like some of my homegirls I brought that day because Man. we was probably some of the only people that wasn't like kissing his ass in that room. Mm. You know, like people was like hovering around him. Right, 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 right. Trying to get like, the energy. Blunt, hoping to pass it to him. Like, right, 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 right. He was in the cut smoking and talking about the battle. Like, we was on some other shit. Mm. And he came to us. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, these your homegirls. How he came up, how Snoop came up. Yeah, he came up, he was like, Yeah, so these your home girl. And I was like, Yeah, these my girl, what do you want? And then he just started like talking to me, like talking to me about he talked to me about the back end and stuff that happened with um what was it called? Gladiator school, Gladiator school. Mm-hmm. and things he learned from that and what he was what he would do different. And like different girls he already liked from Queen of the Ring and who he want me to go against. Like he really, he was really cool. He was really cool. He was like, Nisa, I got you. Like, whoop, whoop, whoop. But he went through something with, uh, I think it was called Traplets. Mm-hmm. And he was called, they was supposed, he was supposed to be pumping content through Traplets. And it was going to be like, you know, our hood, Netflix, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was going to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was going to, yeah, okay, but, okay, sure. But yeah, that did that that business deal behind the scenes just didn't work out. So that was that. But that was a motivation for me at that time. And that was a part of my growing experience. And at like I got a stand from the brat, you know, my first point in the ring battle. Like she was like, You talking that shit. And and like so I I really just I, I, I was planting stuff, planting stuff, planting stuff. But when I battled Emerson Kennedy. Yes. Yes. That was my transformative different battle. type yeah. of hunger, different energy. Yeah. I need to I need to understand the motivation now. Yeah, I was right now. My whole What's psychology up? and why and why um and leading into my street hymns battle mm-hmm. and the difference. So when they booked Emerson Kennedy, when I got booked for Emerson Kennedy, I was like chin bricks. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, damn, like this is a real like opponent right here. Like in, in, in the talks on the West, like he had just battled like Jada Nightwing and like something else. He was on a run and everybody's like, like, hey, he came as an alien. He's yeah, on the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then, like, when, the, when, the, when the flyer dropped, like people was like, oh, it's going to be good, but rest Ooh. in peace, finesse. Like, you yeah, know. you in trouble, yeah. Man, I've never been attacked like that by fans. Like, they was all in my inbox. Like, don't do it. 
Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, like, man, like people, what they was said? Betting, people was betting no oh, like against me in front of me and shit. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what? Like they try to bet me in my inbox. Like they was like, it's nice knowing you. Like, but you know, at least if you do good and you'll be okay. It'll still be kind of a win. <laughs> like, it was bad. Like, I would be on the phone Yo. with my homies, and that, like, they'd be talking about their battles coming up, and this and that, mm-hmm. and spitting me some bars and stuff. And I was like, okay, like, I got this. Uh, so I'm thinking about doing this, and it's for EK or whatever. Da, da, da. And it just goes silent. Oh, like, that cold silence after you say yeah. your round? No, not my rounds. After you just say a concept? Up, just bringing up the battle, period. Oh, no. Like just silence, like poor finesse. Wow. Like poor finesse. Wow. And mind you, like this was like my first battles right after the little clip with coffee and like all that little shit and all of that. So it's like you had stuff to work with, you know? And I it it brought me to a space where it was just like this is in my hometown. Like Mm -hmm. we got the battle, my hometown. Carson versus everybody, right? Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it was like I came to a place of, of realization and understanding. And it was like, man, fuck what everybody got to say. Fuck what everybody think. And you know what? Fuck whatever he going to say to me. Like, I'm about to dig deep into my fucking soul and talk about whatever the hell come out. And then I'm going to relate it to him. Mm. And then I just watched all his battles. And then I just talked to him about his battles. And talked to him about him. And talked to him about my life. Uns- like, uncensored. Mm-hmm. Uncensored. I talked about mm-hmm. shit in there that'll probably eat me up later. Like, yeah, you know, I talked about it was very like, honest and transparent. I agree. Yeah, totally. I was transparent because I had to be. It's mm-hmm. like nothing that you can say to me is worse than what I could tell myself and what I already been through. Talk to me then. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I'm gonna mm-hmm. give you everything I've got, and either they gonna make it's gonna make anything I gotta say gonna make what you gotta say not matter, or it don't mm-hmm. matter. I'm gonna be proud of myself when I get through this shit because nigga, this shit hard. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the speech I'm gonna give myself next time. I gotta do a presentation at the office. Like I, I, I talk like a like a battler before I do. Like this shit, it's about to be one of the ones, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just like I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give my my best of my best. Like, mm-hmm. like, and that's what everything is. Normally, before his bat, before that battle, yeah. I was finishing my rounds like two days before my battles and shit like that, and then expecting mm-hmm. it to be good. Like, and it was good, and I was still like winning or like making the yeah. and like I was, it was just like nah. But with him, it was like, I gotta finish this shit. Like, I can't have no stumbles. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I finished <laughs> like. For real, so I like I finished weeks before, and I just wanted to make sure I was calm when I was right. And I just got out everything that I needed to say, and I and, and it was fluent and how I said it, my my rhythms that I utilized, and everything and everything was on point. It was and working. I told myself, and I and Ek said it. Everybody in the room said it. They said I three O him. Never thought I would, that would ever be something coming out of that battle. I just went to not die. Yeah, that was my yeah. whole thing. Like I just don't want to embarrassingly die i i'm i uh now i'm, I'm up against the clock here so i am oh, okay, 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 i, okay, I okay. want to but but see here's so the thing the though battle, we okay, gotta okay. we gotta we we gotta do this again because everybody in the in the joint is liking your energy and everything like that we gotta sync up again at some point but what i want to do though is i want you to you know what i mean you could talk about the street hymns battle as well but tell the people how to follow you and things like that i want to get to that as well you know what I'm saying? Because I do think, like, this is what I think. I learned so much about you 
from this that now I have a better appreciation for the for your content. You know what I'm saying? Like understanding this, like this was dope. You know, I got my battle rap questions. Yo, who do you think won this and all that? I don't care about that. The script was thrown away on this one. <laughs> and thank you so much. Cause that that Snoop Dogg story, <laughs> your homegirls, like, yeah, I can see that. You know what I mean? But uh, but now nah, I'm gonna give you the ISO. Talk to the people for a minute and uh you know what I mean let them let them know how to find you. Tell them about your, your recent battle, Street Hems, and then we Okay, get um my most recent battle is versus Street Hems. So Sister on Spoken versus Street Hems, check it out. Um I still want everybody to still go check out my beat out battle because that was something that we did for the people during a time where we were being killed by the police. So we needed to have that black woman and that black man love and that 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 talk and that 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 bringing that together because it starts with the family and the foundation of life. And then Dre Vicious, you know, he proposed to his girl. So that's, that's that love. That's that black love. So go ahead and go support that. Um, my new book is out. My poetry book. I don't know if you can see it. Life Outspoken. Um, Life Outspoken. And these are poems kind of telling the story vaguely of different things I went through in life that will be featured on my novel that's coming out. That's going to be way more descriptive and talking about the lessons that I learned in life. But these are some poems that will be featured in it. So you might want to check that out. And you sisteroutspoken.com. You can also find it on Amazon. If you type in Sister Outspoken, Life Outspoken. And you can find me on Twitter. Mm. Sister Outspoken. They won't let me change my name. So it's S-I-S-T-A Outspoken on Twitter. And Sister Outspoken underscore official on Instagram. And peace and love, y'all. Thank you to anybody who's been supporting me this far. It's been a journey. I am not perfect. I never try to claim to be perfect. I am a growing person. The patience that you see me even have with the bullshit, it was a learned thing. And, and I'm proud of myself for that. I, I, the, the patience that I've been able to have lately with people and with situations because I was not that person. Not even two years ago, not three years ago, especially not five years ago. And the knowledge that I have now, I did not have. And I'm learning to apply it. And, and be of what I speak. And it's not easy. You know, I fall short a lot of times. So be okay with that when y'all fall short. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're not perfect out here, but we're trying every day. We're trying to be better. And that's what it's about. And for the artist, be your be, be true. Be your true. Because it's somebody that you're supposed to speak for. And you go through what you go through so that they can know that they're not alone. So that's it. Man, that's mm -hmm. it. That was hard right there. I appreciate that. So. Sister Outspoken, I appreciate you. This was dope. Yeah. I'm I'm going to rewatch this. And I I, I hate rewatching stuff because I hate my own <laughs> voice sometimes, but I'm going to rewatch this just for the gems that you dropped during this whole joint. So I appreciate you. Salute to your grind. We gotta get you back up here and stay safe on the West Side. Right? Yeah, send me a well, I'm gonna be dropping yeah. something soon. Me and Street Hymns have uh, I've actually been flown out this weekend. We're going to be doing, we're going to be on a show talking about our journeys with um, him and Christianity and me and African spirituality and how that comes together. That's so I'll good. definitely be sharing that because I'm definitely a part of the movement of bringing black people together, no matter what your religious backgrounds are, because that's stupid. And we have to operate in truth in the, in, mm -hmm. it, it all has truth in it. And we got right. way bigger things that we got to deal with than that. So mm -hmm. let's get it right. So finesse, formally now, sister outspoken. Currently, thank you so much, sister. All right, all right, all right. Tone Bro, Black Compass Media. Stick around, stick around, stick around. Shout out to So. Shout out to sister outspoken. Make sure y'all follow her and everything like that. Go, don't go very far. We got the wolf coming through 
next. All right. Tone Bro, Black Umbers Media. I'm up out of here. Peace.